0: Welcome to the Through the Lens of Learning podcast. If we haven't met, hello, I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Schroyer. I'll give you two words that summarize me to a T, lifelong learner. Join me as I share a bit about my own journey of curiosity, learning, and wonder. You'll also get to hear from some phenomenal individuals on what they're curious about learning and what they have to share too. Are you itching with excitement yet? I am, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Through the Lens of Learning podcast. And today I have guest with me, Janine Thompson. Mm -hmm. So welcome, Janine. Thank you. And um, so Janine, just to kick everything off, um, what I ask all of my guests is how do you define learning?
1: Uh, I define learning as anything that makes me grow, expand, push past my comfort zone, learn new skills, Um, yeah, anything that puts me on a a growth journey, really. Awesome, awesome.
0: And you are going to share some more just about your learning journey. So I will give you the floor wherever you want to start in that journey. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Um, I think lifelong learning has always been a huge part of my life. Even, you know, from a very young age, I was very rewarded as a young child for you know, for getting good grades, for being smart, and that never changed. And so I learned that this is how I get love. And, and then it became something later that I enjoyed myself, it wasn't for the reward. And um, I'm, I'm really glad that that started out that way for me, because it's, it's been a huge part of my life, um, lifelong learning. So I, I also learned from my mom. My mom was uneducated when I was growing up and I watched her struggle with you know, lack of opportunity. And it made an impression on me as a very young person, like this is what I need to do. I need to get educated. I need to, um, in order to open up doors for myself and have the opportunities that I want, I need education and I need to learn. And um, so that started me on the path. And I got my bachelor's degree. That was my first degree. I got that in molecular biology. Um, I was very pushing myself at that time to go as rigorous and as hard as possible for some reason. I, I felt like that would, <laughs> uh, I don't know, that would—that was the pinnacle of learning, was to go really rigorous. And I wanted to be a scientist and you know save the world and all that kind of stuff. And um, so that was my first degree. But I was kind of addicted to it. I always knew I was going to keep going. Um, And then I moved on, I went on to um, learning other areas of biology and studying that. Um, Then I, as I I found that a little bit tedious. And so I was like, okay, what else can I do? But using this knowledge that I already have and I got into teaching, Um, I got into wildlife biology. I got, I just, I was kind of a dabbler. I I was like, I wanted to learn all the things and really find what really stuck with me and, um, I eventually became a nurse, which I am now. And, um, and I kind of is, is I'm, I'm happy as long as I'm still growing and learning, but once I feel like I've hit a plateau, then I'm like, okay, what else can I do? And, um, so a few years back or probably in 2017, I decided I was going to become a health coach using my. Um, knowledge base and experience as a nurse. And so, but I had zero experience with business, zero experience with technology that I would need to build it. But I knew that I could learn anything. That was one of my central beliefs in myself is that I already had this background in being able to learn, be enjoying learning. So even if something got hard, that I was gonna enjoy the process and I could overcome anything. And it was hard. I mean, I have to tell you that learning how to do this and the technology that was involved was much harder than getting my molecular biology degree. And I, I really wasn't <laughs> anticipating that. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, was, I, I'm not a tech native. I, you know, I, in my, my my work was always very hands-on. I wasn't a computer person. And so learning all this was extraordinarily hard. Um, and there was many times I wanted to give up, but that central belief in myself that I could learn anything mm-hmm. and that learning was the gateway to opportunity just kept me going. And so, yeah, I built two businesses um, and it was a very, very steep learning curve, as I've indicated. Um, but once I got once I got it, I felt very you know, proud of myself because, again, I had expanded. I had grown and that was that's a huge part of my identity um, so yeah, now I have, um, a third business that I built because once I started to kind of get the hang of it, I was like, I'm liking this. I
0: really <laughs> like
1: it. Yeah, I like the creative process of it. Um, and I can't say that now I'm done learning. I'm continuously always going to be looking for that new thing. I'm actually going to go on a, um, uh, safari and wildlife filmmaking workshop, I'm going to learn how to do wildlife filmmaking um, in October. So yeah, I'm always looking for that thing to learn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm thinking of a lot of questions that I have for you. I know it was a little long. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, that's okay. Um, So your molecular biology become health coach and all these other business aspects. how did you identify when or maybe what were the feelings when things started to feel stagnant and that you knew you needed to change like you need you needed to go mm-hmm. a different direction? Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: I I've, it's a very familiar feeling for me like um I'll, as soon as I'm no longer stimulated and feeling like I'm growing, I get restless. I get like I get bored. I get like I I need to be doing something new. I need to be you know, expanding, I I don't know, it's just a restless feeling that I get that I know it's time to move forward again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So when, uh, like you talk about getting into starting your own business and not being Mm -hmm. the tech native and getting into all that, I know one of the things that I, I can say is getting into entrepreneurship and starting a business is you see all the good things and all the happy, positive things like on social media, on a and right. you don't understand all the hard work that goes into the background. One of the things that I know as an entrepreneur is you can either figure it out and learn it yourself, or you can pay money and have somebody do it. Mm-hmm. So in thinking about those two paths, how did you determine as you were going along and building your businesses, Like, what am I going to tackle and what do I think that I can accomplish and learn versus should I just pay somebody for that?
1: Well, in the beginning, I, I had so much faith in my ability and, you know, wasn't even thinking about hiring other people. I just didn't even, I didn't even know that what help was out there. Honestly, Mm. I didn't even know. And so I just (laughs) tried. it was dumb, but I tried to power through and do it all on my own. And man, I hit a wall. It definitely hit a wall. And it wasn't until I started discovering how easy it was to find help. And they were better at it than me. <laughs> the end product looked better. So why was I, you know, spending my nights and weekends like struggling to build, you know, some piece of technology or learn it and become good at it enough to make the end product look good. Why why was I doing that when I was this famous guy, like <laughs> you know, <laughs> it wasn't. Even, yeah, I right, and yeah. <laughs> and I just I didn't even know what options there were really in the beginning, um, and of course later on when I discovered it, I was like, I started doing that more and more. I'm like, this is the way to go because it, it looks better. You know, they've been doing it a lot longer, um, but when I was building that first business and I was really struggling with it, um, kind of down the line, I I was at this point of like. I'm giving up like I, I can't I can't do this. I really need somebody to do this for me. I wish I had this friend who was like really high tech who could be like, oh, let me just do that. This is all you do. And I didn't have that friend. And I started searching the Internet for it um, for the kind of help that I wanted. I wanted somebody to just take all what I've done so far, take my ideas, package it up and, and do it for me and give me back the finished product. Right. And like where is this person you know and they didn't <laughs> exist and that's when i decided to create fire lunch which is my current business so i determined that once i got it all figured out i was going to do that for other people so oh I love yeah that. so now i do offer those one and done um done for you packages Very. so cool. all the years that i spent struggling giving up my nights and weekends um Saving people other people can benefit from that and
0: energy yes, yes. <laughs> yeah so in addition to technology what would you say are some of the other things that you learned along the way of building your business or building your businesses
1: well people aren't going to understand the people in your life aren't going to understand where you're at um you know you used to spend time with them (laughs) now you don't have time (laughs) because you know especially if you're working full time um you know i'm not working full time anymore but at the time i was you know, all my nights and weekends were taken up by that. I gave up vacations, mm-hmm. um, were taken up by working on my business. And, you know, people started at first they were supportive and then they kind of were like, yeah, your business, you know, kind of <laughs> they weren't they, they thought it was just kind of kind of silly. Um, they didn't understand. They missed, you know, being with me. Um, I got some pushback. I did lose some friends, honestly, because I wasn't present enough them that was really hard um yeah just the time commitment um the people in your inner circle who weren't necessarily supportive and i had just i had one one person which is my partner steve who was believed in me completely and and no matter what was like yeah you got this let's do this you know he was always my cheerleader and he was what i needed and i think everybody really needs at least one person But I started to build that community um, virtually of other entrepreneurs because I really needed that. So I think, yeah, just needing that support, um, um, the time commitment, the energy and just the the long term endurance to keep going. So at first, you're really enthusiastic. You're going to do it. And then that starts to like, you know, that starts to fade and you've got to have that endurance to keep going.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm just overwhelmed by thinking about your background and <laughs> all the things that you have done. And, and I know people always
1: joke that I've lived a bunch of lives.
0: <laughs> so you had mentioned about one of your businesses. Um, can you share what the other two businesses you have?
1: Yeah. So the first one was my health coaching business. And I started doing that and I felt like it was a bit too much like patient care. Mm-hmm. And I had been wanting to um, get away from that. I wanted to help people in a, in a better way than I thought Western or conventional medicine could help, but I still felt in the healthcare world and I kind of had wanted to feel a little bit out of that. Um, so I wanted to kind of get, go to the deeper roots of people's issues um, because as I was health coaching, I realized that people aren't going to make these positive changes if they're still stuck in a in, in, uh, bad Um, you know, they don't have a good mindset. They don't have a healthy mental, you know, state. So I wanted to build a, um, a mindset coaching business, which I did. And, um, and then that was when I started really kind of getting the groove of building things and enjoying that creative process. Um, And then I kind of found that I liked the building better than the actual coaching, you know, (laughs) so when I was coaching, I was getting a little bit like, it kind of is the creative creative side of the of the building much better and so then i started fire launch which is the um done for you service that i do now
0: okay yeah so with fire launch will you share a little bit more about what are some of the done for you services that you do there
1: yeah so the, anything that you're going to need to have an online business um and in particular i like to help health coaches just because i've done it i know how to speak that language I know what you're going to need. Um, and I know the challenges, I know many nurses, especially who start health coaching businesses, they're, they're, they're analytical people. They're, um, they're, and they haven't been on the computer as much. And so they get out of health coaching school and they're like, okay, now what, what do I do? How do I build this business? They've learned about coaching people, but not any kind of business, um, um, they didn't learn anything about how to build a business in their programs it was very heavily like patient centered and so um, anything that they're going to need which is email marketing um, setup and templates um, social media um the content and the automation for three months in the beginning just get that loaded up for launches and for promos um blog posts website design and development logos um, God, what am I forgetting? There's also some, um, like one-on-one coaching to make sure they're doing the things that they need on their end. Um, they're not just becoming complacent and saying she's doing it all because there's still things that they're going to be needing to do, um, to get ready. So everything that they're going to need to get, um, their business up and running. And it's, what's good is it's all being done by in one, one spot. And I don't do everything individually. I have I have team members, but um, they don't have to look for you know individual freelancers and hope they're good and and hope they all come together because they're not communicating. So what's good is there's just this one central person who's kind of managing that all. Um, so we know that it's all going to integrate. We know that it's all going to be cohesive. Yeah.
0: It sounds like you really created what you couldn't find. You were looking exactly. for that one. That's exactly what I did. Yes, I love that. I figured
1: if I was looking for it, other people were looking for it too. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: So what would you say, um, like are there any tips or best practices you would give to somebody who is starting out their business and they're trying to learn the ropes and what to do, where to go, based on your experiences?
1: Um, I, I would say, it sounds like you, you did it too, like, not to think that you can do it all on your own. Um, It's huge. It's a huge undertaking. And it kind of saps the joy out of your life if you don't allow for (laughs) any free time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which I did, yeah. Um, I would say from the very beginning, just find somebody that you can trust and ask for help. And, you know, it's great to learn all the things, but you're you're not going to get to that point of being proficient um, if, you're, if your goal is to get this business going as soon as you can and quit that awful job that you're trying to get out of, <laughs> you know, just ask for help right away. Um, I think that's the biggest one. And don't think you have to do it all on your own. It's, it's just kind of, it won't work. It won't work, first of all, but you'll burn yourself out. You might even like say, you know what, this isn't for me. I guess I'm not good at this. So I think it's good right away to get help. Right. Yeah.
0: So did you ever imagine you would be here from the days of starting in biology? (laughs) Working on websites and all this technical stuff. No, I
1: figured I was gonna be like, um, you know, the Surgeon General or like, I I had big goals always, but it usually had to do with, or curing cancer, like I, that's just kind of how I was, or then later on I wanted to be, you know, wildlife biologist. And so, no, I was always a scientist um, from a very young age. So no, I didn't ever picture this at all. I always said, I don't have any business sense and it's just another thing I needed to learn. So no, I but I'm I'm stoked I'm here.
0: Yeah. And I think you said earlier you mentioned being a dabbler and dabbling in different things, and it sounds like even from your safari that you're going on later in the year that you're continuing to do that. It's not just staying in one lane.
1: No, I get bored. I get bored. I I I need I need new challenges, and I find so many things exciting and interesting that if I don't at least kind of explore them a little bit, Mm -hmm. I'm always like, but what about that? You know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: So a question for you on that. How do you prevent yourself from, like, you might find something interesting and go down that path. How do you, like, there's a lot of things that are so interesting, and, like these shiny objects. How do you pull yeah. yourself back? Like, how do you, I know one of the things that you said is like, when you're not feeling as passionate, when you're not feeling, you know, like you're feeling stagnant, but sometimes you don't start to feel that until you're farther down the road. How do you make sure you're not getting involved, I guess, in too much?
1: Yeah. And the, I, that was something that I definitely struggled with in the beginning because I didn't really know what I, what the final iteration was going to be or what I wanted it to be. So I was kind of like, Oh, well, what about that idea? Cause you see it all over, you know, social media. And I get, once you start, getting in this world, you get bombarded with the ads for, oh, what about drop shipping? What about, what about all this? And I'm like, oh, oh, you know, so it was very <laughs> definitely, right. definitely hard in the beginning, but um, um, I have learned to rein that in um, and because I figured out what I really wanna do and that's creating, helping people create their businesses. But the other thing, like the wildlife thing, those are just personal. That's just oh, for okay. my own personal fulfillment. Um, okay. Yeah, so I have to keep that personal fulfillment stuff going. Um, all those interests there, but That's good the that you stuff.
0: have that distinction too. That just yes. is, you know, that personal fulfillment, that fun, like hobby wise, versus yeah. this is what I need, you know, to do work wise. And
1: yeah, because I, I had wanted to, like I said before, I had wanted to be a wildlife biologist too, and um, that dream didn't happen. And so I found that this is kind of a way that I can be involved in some of the the things that. I had really wanted to do when I was younger, Mm -hmm. um, without, you know, going back to school or focusing on that as a career. It's just like, well, I can do some of the things that I found really fascinating about, about wildlife biology and just kind of keep that in my personal life and get that, that kind of, um, that fix that way.
0: Yeah. I like that. I had asked somebody before that really likes to cook. I'm like, well, why don't you go to culinary school? And they're like, What's well, more of a hobby? I don't want it to be my job because it won't be fun. It won't be a hobby. <laughs> right. So it's like trying to figure yeah. out what falls under that versus you know what falls under the work kind of professional yeah. life for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, Janine. So did we cover, or d- is there anything that maybe we didn't cover related to your learning journey that you wanted to share?
1: No, I think I think yeah. I I was long-winded enough. I think it told my whole story. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Perfect. All right. So Janine, if people want to connect with you and of course there, I know there's going to be entrepreneurs, small business owners listening that mm-hmm. would be like, where do I get your, right. services for Fire where can they follow you and connect with you? What are the best places? Um, I'm on LinkedIn.
1: Um, I I'm on um, Instagram. I have a Facebook page. So uh, www.firelaunchbusiness.com is my, um, is my website. And my, my Facebook is also fire launch business and as is my Instagram, can't remember exactly what my, my, my LinkedIn handle is, but it's under that's under Janine Thompson. Okay. So there's two Janine Thompsons in in there. There's Janine Thompson with, with, um, some numbers after it. (laughs) no that's okay that was not coming to mind
0: (laughs) and i'll include those i have from what you submitted with. perfect thank you those in the description when this goes out thank you um so if anybody's listening isn't interested in connecting or following janine um you have such an interesting background and i love what you're doing now to help entrepreneurs and business owners Uh, that's fantastic yeah yeah all right well thank you everyone for listening and we will see you on the next episode Thank
1: you.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Upskill University. You can find more information about how to become part of the Upskill community for free. This and other episodes of the Through the Lens of Learning podcast and more on the website at www.upskilluniversity.com. Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.